Try to get the best intros in the game. <laughs> What's up, my brother? Appreciate you making time to see us, man. Thank you for letting me come, bro. Hey, man. Uh, let let let's start. Let's start. Let's start back a little bit, sir. Um, who was Terrence Williams before Terrence Williams became gangster? That's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Terrence Williams was a boy that used to sit on a porch or in a project and watch the drug dealers. Uh, watch the young boys with the nice uh, clothes and nice bicycles. But my mother, now I always say this, my mother always worked and she gave us what she could. But, you know, as a youngster, I felt like that wasn't enough. Mm. So I'm just looking at these little young boys my age with nice clothes every day fresh. Mm. You know, got the nice little bar, got little girls chasing them. So I'm like, I want that. You know, so, man, when I first got a chance, I stayed outside, test the waters. Stayed out with my little partner and them, and they were stealing cars. <laughs> and, you know, mama threatened to whoop me, but I know she liked them sodas and them cupcakes. Okay. Here you go, mama. I'm going to still whoop you, but thank you, baby. So <laughs> the machine, I got away, and from there, man, went from Terrence to Juvenile to a Little Gangster. Now, we've all heard uh, all kinds of stories, and uh, we don't know if they're myths or folklore or truths or whatever, like uh, your father having 25 kids. How factual is that? True, but three dead. Wow. Yeah. So Papa dead. was a rolling stone. Yeah, just like his son. That's how I am right now. Uh, it's also been said you used to sell crack, been shot six times, and shot your ops ten times, and wanted everybody to see it. Well, I've been shot five times. Okay, okay. See, we we, we exposing the truth. Nah, I could have <laughs> kept. Yeah. Then somebody might come back and be like, well, we want to see the bullet hole, so okay. I'm not going to have to mark them. I don't want to crack the body. <laughs> yeah. so it's been five, yeah. You know, coming up, bro, uh, how we come up, it's be like a show-off thing. Mm. And um, But the crazy thing is, now that I see what the youngsters doing today, and I'm like, not to do that ignorant stuff, that stuff just, it be heartbreaking now because I was once part of that, and I'm like, no mask, broad daylight, we was... Pulling up, you know, wow. you know how BG say the best when you spin the bin. If you flinch, you hit, you know. So <laughs> it wasn't safe, bro. You know, but uh, yeah, that's that's just the reality of me. That's how I come up. Real, real life, real life, hot boy. Facts. So how did the hot boys get formed? It was uh, the original right, hot boys, street boys. Right? Yes, sir. Um, my my best friend Mosquito, 
I, I couldn't stand him coming up, bro, because he used to just wheel his bike all the time up the street, and he was kind of arrogant. He wouldn't. Now he did, he wasn't the best dresser. Yeah. He was the, like his mother had like three or four of the girls. He's the only boy. Oh, he'd wear these all stars, and it'd be like he wear like a size six, and it'd be like a size ten. Okay. And he tied them strings up, and he had like twelve pair of socks on, and but he was just arrogant and cocky, man. And I used to just want to kick it with him. And I used to hear, <laughs> you know, blow me off a little bit, and I just want to fight him. And um, I remember one day I was cutting school, and he came to school late. He had a one solid gold in his mouth. I said, "Let me see." He's like, "Man, stop jocking." And he, he kept on walking. I was like, "And we, because we was the same height, but he was a little older than I was." Yes, sir. So I wanted to fight him bad, but I was like. <laughs> I was like, I might lose, you know. Okay, so like, okay. And I had a little reputation at this time in the school, so I was yeah. like, I'm gonna let that go. So um, <laughs> I was cool with this guy that stayed next door to him, or not in the house in front of him, and so he was familiar with familiar with me. And how him and I got cool because I had a play sister that was in my class, and I would go in the project and hang by her sometimes. Mm. And they started going together, so quite naturally, him and I would bump heads at the house, you know, we'll not bump heads like fussing, but we'll yes, meet sir. at the house, mm -hmm. and we our house like. We didn't stay in the project at the time, so we would have to walk like five or six blocks outside the project. Mm -hmm. My house would come first, and then two more blocks, then his house. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just clicked him and I, like in the early 80s. No, 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 the late 80s, my bad. Mm -hmm. And then um, with Sterling, how he came about, because when me and Mosquito started selling drugs on 2nd and Dineo, 2nd and D, they called it, it was some older guys trying to rob him because we were selling weed. And then he wanted to sell crack. I was scared to do that at first, so... Uh, I come around the corner, dude, little tall, choking him and trying to take the crap. What? Shot in the air to get this boy off him so they both jump. <laughs> so um, Sterling looking for us now. Mm -hmm. you know, one of his friends gets shot behind this situation. So one day we come out the project and he riding a bicycle and it's nighttime, right? So you know how you pass the person up. Now you know who this person is. Exactly. But he'll wait till he get down this way. We get over here and be like, yo, who that is? Well, who are you? I'm Terrence. I wasn't a gangster then. Oh, mm -hmm. this T. Oh, this mosquito. He was mosquito then. Um, so he stopped. He had a little 38 out. We had a little 22s. We had a little stale, but it wasn't nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, him and I would later meet in '93 when they come got me from the juvenile jail, brought me to the adult jail for mm -hmm. murder. And um, his girlfriend, which I was cool with in the project, she had told him, "Make sure you look out for him. Make sure you be okay." So uh, that's how him and I had got cool. So that that let him mosquito me mosquito and Sterling we cool. Now while I was in juvenile jail, Dooney. Was the, was the big homie for the 17th wall. Okay. And um, when I broke out of juvenile jail and my coach and they went AWOL, uh, we had robbed one of Dooney homeboys out of eight ball jacket. And um, we had the parade, right? <laughs> it's we amazing were, how people just come together. You yeah, know, we had yeah. robbed him. Yeah, we robbed his boy. Yeah. So it, 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 my, my, my homie got the jacket on. Okay. We had the parade, but we got back 11s on at the yeah, parade. Yeah, that's gangster right there. So we see them. They, they deep. So we, we said, I'll never forget, he a light-skinned dude, too. Uh, he was like, he told the kids, look, man, that's the other dude robbing my jacket. So Dooney know we always in juvenile jail, so he know we not no suckers, and mm -hmm. now we on the street, and we all strapped. Yeah. So, man, he was like, man, chill out. So we came, we, we talked, we rapped, we let him know, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna do nothing to him, but he can't get his jacket back, because people, eight ball jackets was the stuff back then. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, matter of fact, Queen Fran got an eight ball jacket now. Already. Shout yeah. out Queen Fran. Yeah, she got a throwback. <laughs> kind of selfish, she didn't get me one, but She anyways, didn't get you one? No. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, we had talked, and, you know, the dude, he was a little upset that he didn't get his jacket back, but he, he was able to keep his life. Mm. So, um, when Dooney caught a, a murder from his neighborhood, this old head had a hit out on him. So, he had an auntie living in the Magnolia. So, when we when we met up in the Paris jail, because we don't have county. Okay. So, when we met up, like, how y'all have Fulton County, mm -hmm. it would be Fulton Paris in New Orleans. Well, mm -hmm. in the city of Louisiana, period. 
So um, Duna was like, man, I got an auntie in the, in, in the back. You know, when I get out, I'm going to know. Like, Come on back here. You know what I'm saying? So him and Sterling got out of jail first. They hooked up. And they didn't know each other. That's crazy because a mutual person was bringing them three robbing. Okay. And so Duna had heard about it. So he's like, man, what's Sterling? I'm going to go with Sterling. Make a like, you know, it's cutthroat. But like, if, if all three of us say, I meet you, I meet you through him. Now, when we go on this lick, one of us might not be guaranteed to make it home. If it's Facts. a big lick. Facts. I really don't know you. I met you Facts. through him. So, and if I'm in that back seat, mm. now I'm like, okay, man, listen, ugly money up front. He really ain't, he in the way. <laughs> I can use that. Mm. Might get one to the dome. Cause I'm wow. back here. So I'm wow. not never let you ride in that back seat. But them two have met like that. Then they used to go to my mother's house. And when I come home in 93, all four of us just start running the project. We was just hooking up, running, robbing, jacking, getting money. And one day we was in a, in a, uh, in a, uh, in a house, in Sterling house, mm-hmm. in an apartment. And um, they had Tupac on. I was never a fan of this kind of rap music. I was a fan of bounce and local music. Okay. So, you know, and they smoked weed. I never smoked. Okay. So I had the fan on me, and they was in there smoking weed, and they bumped this Tupac. I turned it off. Oh, man, they want to jump on me with the cussing and I'm like, well, who is this guy? Y'all want to jump on me about, man, Tupac, you don't know what you're doing. They like, big on Tupac back then. Yeah, man, yes, it's like 94. This was from 90, like 94 yeah. now. But because um, I got out September 93, and then we all cooked up, and then about 94, that's when this hot boy stuff started mm. coming together, started coming together. And we was actually in the living room thinking of names to come up with. And I had remember uh, my homegirls making fun because it was guys that's coming in looking for us for we didn't rob them or did something to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Police looking for us for something. Or uh, 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 females come back there because they know all of us running together. Those some hot boys. Like, you ever had a person in the hood, they be on the corner hustling or just chilling, and when you walk up, what's up, they just off, they just disperse. People start leaving. Oh, they don't want to see him. Because not only that, it's like, Man, you don't know what's gonna happen to this dude, right? Anybody can spin the bend, get the hitting at him, I get exactly. hit. Exactly. Police might come around. He wanted for something. Yes, sir. I don't wanna be around this guy because I'm just hustling. So that what was happening with us. So I would realize like if Dooney, like I might be in the hallway and watch him do it, he might walk up, like three or four homies like just posted. Then for you know, they just all right, I'm gonna just walk off. Like, and then I just started seeing that it was like a pattern. Yeah. It's like, yo. You know, man. that's crazy, cause like um you guys became notorious. You know what I'm saying? With the, uh, mm. you know, the the, the street tales of, of the real original hot boys. Now, when your brother Birdman decides to, you because you said earlier, you said juvenile, and then you said gangster. Those were nicknames of yourself. Juvenile was your gang was the name as well. Was it no, juvenile? no. I was said I was in juvenile. Oh, you were in juvenile. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you what do you how do you feel about your brother blessing his artists with, you know, like some of you, with, with y'all names and the hot boys and, you know, BG being kind of named after you as baby gangster. Hmm. What did you, what did you, what did you, what did you think about it at first? At, at first, you know, they were local. So you're not, you're not, you just like, man, just give them the name. Okay. You know, you're not thinking about that it's going to become all over the world right, and become, yeah. this is history, you know? Yeah, facts. You know, so you're not thinking, because you're thinking smoke, like actually, um, we got in the documentary where I got my, when my phone was tapped, Birdman would call back then. We was calling him B33 or Beatrice. He, mm-hmm. We wasn't calling him Birdman then. But uh, he would call, man, come on, man, come on, go on tour with me. Bro, tour, man, I'm getting this hair on money. I'm not about to go on no tour. You tripping. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, we were thinking. About <laughs> rap money was too slow back then. Because <laughs> they, they didn't have a big deal. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, man, no, indeed, I'm not going to go. But one time I did say I was going to go. 
and I got all this on in paperwork because they, yeah. they had recorded my conversation with every time I talked with him. But um, no, nah, I didn't think nothing uh, would blow up this big, you know. So mm. now when I see back, I be like, wow, man. And let me tell you what really it hit me. Now, mind you, I'm in the feds, right? Yes, sir. So I see the hot boys blowing up. They doing things all on one city park, all yeah. this, right? Yeah. Bro, it wasn't until uh, like and this no cap, bro. Like two years ago, we getting ready for child. This is young boy from Atlanta. And he's standing in front of me. He's a little taller than me, right? He's standing in front of me because he's waiting on the, the seal to bust it open so he can go to school. Mm-hmm. Eat. The young boy, he's like 25 years old now, and he got hot boy tattooed on the back of his wow. neck. Wow. So I'm like, what the world? I'm like, you 25. I've been locked up 20-something years. This mm-hmm. is a baby when I left. I said, this is big, man. But I knew it was big, but for yeah. me to actually see somebody from a whole other state rocking it is something. And I'm like, this is something I come up with. The whole like, world, brother. Yeah, I was like, that's big. That really, you know, it touched me. I was like, wow, man, we have made it. But now, let me say this. Because I'm, I'm on the opposite side now, whereas a lot of people like their name to be big. Mm-hmm. The bank account small. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That don't make sense. Yeah, yeah man. That don't so make sense. That's why I be like, when people be asking me, man, listen, I don't, sometimes I don't even want to talk about that. But my thing be, now my bank account, the size of my name, well, let's just sit down and chat. We want to have a smoke, get the cigars out, and let's talk about it. Sound like sound like somebody owe, owe some some kind of check or something. I mean, let, let me say this here. <laughs> I would be happy, uh, greatly appreciated if I got a check, but I will say this: like I tell everybody, uh, they don't owe me nothing. Um, they was there for me when I really needed them. Respect. When That's I was respect. incarcerated. Okay. Because you know when you're incarcerated, you're partially handicapped. You can't really do stupid mm-hmm. sell your little stuff. You have to make it do what it do. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know how I feel to do bad in prison. Like, I had guys that always be like, man, I messed up. I can't go to concert on people. I don't have no money. Da, da, da. I was able to pay for tuition. Like, one of my daughters graduated from Howard University. Congratulations, bro. That's, that's amazing. Right. And one of them graduated from Tulane University. So I was able to pay tuition. I didn't pay the whole tuition. Now, mm-hmm. so I don't want nobody to say I'm capping. <laughs> but uh, I was able to help out from prison. From prison. You know, so them boys, took, they stepped up for me when I really needed them. Shouts out to the hot boys, man. Right. Whatever did happen to the original hot boys? Um, I was just telling who I forgot. I was just telling somebody um, that when Mosquito was killed, the night he was killed, he came. To, he come in the project to pick me up because his girlfriend had got it to with some guys in the Seventeen Ward, and at the time I was living in the Seventeen mm-hmm. Ward too. So I was like, "Come on, let's go back and see what's up." So we went back there and they said, "On how to go back there where Willow Wayne always rap about." Mm-hmm. We put up back there, and um, we didn't see the guys. So I was like, "Man, you might well drop me off at home." So. When he dropped me off at home, man, like 30 minutes later, I get a call saying he was killed. I said, nah, man, Mosquito just dropped. Because, you know, people spray rumors. Yeah. I like, nah, he just, he just dropped me off, man. You tripping. So I called back there, and they kept like, yeah, he hit up, man. I said, was he dead? Yeah, pass, hold on, pass the phone. He passing the phone, passing the phone to each other in the Calio, right? So I get my brother come bring me back. There. I go back there to the driveway. He's laying on his back like he was reaching for his gun or something. Hit up like 20-something times. Wow. And I'm like, I just asked y'all, was he hit up? Oh, y'all want to play them crackhead games? All right. It's on. You know, and um, me and Sterling was together. He was hollering at this uh, this is another legend in our city named Mumsy. Mm-hmm. We was in a uh, same uh, Iberville project, and um, he was talking to Mumsy, and all of a sudden I just see this dude coming, and he coming towards us with a bandana, and he's coming and reaching. So this little chick, she just stalked me a lot. So I was like, look, man, sit over there. I'm gonna bring you up to him. So she was like, y'all better run that boy. I got a gun. But at this time, we not strapped. We don't have a gun on us because we thought that. So many people were scared of us that we could just do what we want to do. Wow, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, and I had a colostomy bag on, and the colostomy bag would blow up. And, like, you know, because it passed, you can't control it. So my colostomy bag would blow up, so people think I'm strapped. Oh, Lord. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> man, that dude, uh, we tried to 
break get some well, man. That dude hit shoulder like seven times in the back of the head. Wow. Um, and then now my guy just left Mosquito. I was with Sterling when he was killed, and I had just got off the phone with Dooney when he got shot in the project. So died. so Sterling and Mosquito got killed on the same day? No, just different years. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, man, RIP them, man. <clears throat> now you say you wore the classroom bag for two years. About a year and eleven months. About a year and eleven months. I be doing my research. Now it's been rumored. We don't know how true this is, and given we just expelling, we just seeing if it, if it's real or if it's cap. You know what I'm saying? It's been rumored that uh there was a hit, a hundred thousand dollar hit put on you by Master that's P. Right. I, that's why I did it too. Like I said, they got the rumor he slapped me too. Um, well, it started out at fifteen thousand, the rumor. <laughs> okay. Then it went to thirty thousand. Then it went to a hundred thousand. Right. So I had told P cousin Rashid, uh, that's my dog. Shout out to Rashid. He living in Houston now. Uh, P rap about him and that about it. Uh, 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 Rashid to cut my hair. Mm -hmm. So I was like, listen, man. The reason why I uh, took action right away because I was supposed to be in that about it movie. Oh wow! And um, when I fell out with the Calio, I missed the cut. So now that we at war, I know P got money. Mm -hmm. So when I hear these rumors, I'm like, okay, I got I gotta go. You know, I have friends my time to say. Once, once the body, once you hit the, you hit the head, watch the body too when you hit the head. So I was like, yo, you tell P when I catch him, we gonna hold court. I'm trying to see him. Hmm. So P made the song. He wanted to beat up and talk. I didn't trust it because New Orleans was so corrupt that you could have certain cops on your side. And because I've seen it where cops will come and get you like you're going to jail for a traffic ticket or something, uh, handcuff you and bring you to the end. Wow. Yeah, so... It is actually some guys that's locked up right now uh, 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 that you could Google, look at their case where they found the body with the police handcuffs, yeah. still signature on the handcuffs, waiting in another state. But this handcuff, this police pulled this man over, brought him to the big dogs, and they went on and killed him. Dirty. But that's been going on in my city. Dirty. So I ain't want to take that chance. Nah, facts, facts. Nah, you got you to you protect yourself at all times. Now, um, Cash Money and Mystical had a big beef as well. They said you had some involvement in that. What was your place in that beef? All right, just like I explained to everybody, you got cash money, you got no limit. So on cash money, no limit, you got real, how they say right now, the steppers okay. on each side. Yeah, for sure. So you got you got Burberry, you got Slim, you got Ju uh, you know, BG was in the street too. So mm -hmm. you, got, but you got these rappers right here, and then but you got the real street guys right here riding with them. Like P had the real street guys riding with him too, because mm -hmm. this is exactly. his family. So... You know, quite naturally, you know, mystical, uh, you know, so when he, because mystical used to be a, a male cheerleader at this high school. So, you know, I'm like, when he gets into this beef. <laughs> That's funny how you said that. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Nah, no, keep going, keep oh, going. we just kicking the facts. Now, nah, facts, facts. You know? We keep it real. I no disrespect to all Nah, nah, you know, we keep it real. Keep it real. You know, sometimes, I, I know a lot of guys' history, and sometimes when people jump out there, I'd be like, come on, man, pump your brakes, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, you're not in the streets. You're a rapper. You you on the sidewalk, you're not in the streets, don't come do on, that. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we pull up, had a, a gentleman's talk, you mm -hmm. know, no weapons had to be drawn, but you know, there was dead, you know, the presence is felt. Mm -hmm. You know, people know. It's tension. Right, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But it's on tension on one side. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got these killers, like, what's up, man? Check this out. All right, cool, this is what it is. You know, y'all keep it, you know, rap, do your thing. But you got hitters over here that's ride with them too. So it's like, now something happened now, people, the whole block getting shut down. Now, when you were um, in your height of, mm -hmm. of heroin or selling dope, what's the most money you was making a day? Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. 
my co-defendant blabber made more money than me. And let me tell you why. I hated selling drugs. Hmm. I, 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 I would prefer to rob you, take a hit, or do something like that. I didn't like drugs, but uh, and I would say maybe anywhere from fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a day, and that's because I didn't have the patience to stay in a project all day. Those sure. guys gonna post up. They gonna. I need to get in my car. I need to go hit the neighborhood because I'm at war. No telling when I'm gonna go to jail or somebody might kill me. I need to go see what's going on in this city. So I never had a really uh, chance to uh, really make. A lot of money with the heroin. Um, I made money. Twenty k, pretty good, brother. Twenty quarters. Back then it was, but now <laughs> I look at that was some change. You know what I'm saying? You know, twenty years ago, twenty k a day. You know, you're doing pretty good for yourself. Now the most I've had at one time that wasn't my money was five hundred thousand. Wow. And like I said, it wasn't my money. You know, I was I was tested. I was told bring this money somewhere. Yeah. And count it. Real bread, so, real paper. Yeah, and when I finished counting the the, the the how much the money is is a, a number written at the bottom of this money. I, I I can only imagine at that particular time being young as you were seeing the kind of paper, how alluring and how like you know, it was just hard to stay out the street. I I can see now why you was like man, forget that tour, man. I'm about to stay in these streets. Because, like I say, when I was young, I used to watch the boys in the streets and the people getting mm -hmm. that money doing this, and I wanted that. Yes, sir. So it had come to a point once I got in the streets and my name got how it was, I used to be like, I'm in too deep now. I can't back up. Yeah. So that one, because when somebody get killed on my side, it was I didn't notice that it were guys in the prison making bets and taking sides. Yeah, I used to get phone call like, yo, such such them riding with you, boy. Or such them say, boy, you done met your match now, you're going to get killed. They said, them, them boys, like, such and such, they ain't it's playing. It's a game, almost. Yeah, bro, that was like, wow, you know. And that, but that kind of motivated me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, oh, the boys in prison know about this, so this beef is, I got to show out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because now my reputation going to keep getting big and keep getting big, you know. And and that's what happened, and, and, and it landed me in the feds. Man, that's crazy. You know, speaking of the feds, because you was talking about dirty cops, they uh, it was rumored that you uh, they tried to offer you three years to snitch on Birdman. Yeah, when I first got locked up. That's crazy on your own, bro. Man, listen, yeah, uh, we got the paperwork on all that. But they got people at other trials testifying, saying, "Oh, he was a hitman for cash money. He's doing this and this." And then Birdman and I, on a conversation, and the judge took that conversation, and it called was called preponderance of the evidence, and I got a life sentence for two murders I was never charged or indicted for, but just because we was talking. And we, he was asking me certain questions, and I just say, yo, that was such and such. He was like, oh, okay. Was it dirty? I was like, yeah. So he took that, and he took the wire to do war on my co-defendant, and they say, life. I'm like, I've never indicted, never charged for this murder, but you give me a license for two murders. Wow. Yeah, and they used the conversation with me and Birdman had. Do you think that's that's why everybody was so motivated to take care of you in prison, like Birdman and the rest of Cash Money, because you, you kept your mouth shut? Yeah, yeah, because I could have been a Birdman. I could have been doing all that old stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that could have been me, man. You know? But, like Soda Sim said, I took that and, and, and rolled out, man. 23 years, 10 months. Now, um, you, you, you going away on a life sentence. And they say, um, and you basically kept your mouth shut for the whole team. You know what I'm saying? Or for whoever you was, you was dealing with. And uh, it's... So did Birdman like cut you off while you was in prison, or he stopped dealing with you while you was in prison when you got caught with something? Yeah, how you know about that? Man, I do my research. I I'm cold. That. I'm a cold nigga too. Let me tell you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I see that, bro. 
let me tell you what he do, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was mad with him for a while about that sucker stuff. Okay, you know, I was like maybe seven years into my bid, and I still got that hustle mentality in me, right? Yes, sir. So, you know, we got the compound. This is the time I was in USP McQuarrie. You know, that's when I had met my big bro, Jahai. Okay. He got the Crying Creek Chronicle podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was the, the, a storm had hit our jail, so we was pushed up to, the, to their jail. And um, I had got involved with the drugs up there, so they found some drugs on the guy. I got implicated, and so, like, three of us go to the hole. So I tell him, I said, yo, man, tell. Because Bur- baby Birdman back then used to count my minutes. Like, he would be like, man, call me. I'm like, man, he said, man, you call on them agents, man, call me. So we used to really, be, you know, I call, 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 yeah. right? So um, I said, no, tell him I can't call right now. I'm in the hole, da, da, da. I'm in the hole under, under investigation for drugs. He tell my mother, well, if he in the hole under investigation for drugs, then I can't hang with him no more. I mean, I can't deal with him no more. He changed his number on me. I said, yo, I'm sitting back in that cell. I'm like, I'm thinking about many nights, phone calls, and waking up and, you know, rifling in the rough sack, just running in these streets. That's crazy. And you turn your back on me behind. But I understood it because the feds wanted him. Uh, in my phone conversation, like he'd be like, "Man, meet me at the spot." So the spot was the Shell gas station, mm. but now at the Shell gas station, he would give me the big time CD, give me a T-shirt because I was going to Delgado Community College. See, a lot of people know it was a college out there. Okay, so I was an educated gangster. So um, as we meeting up, the feds get this. So the feds thinking, "Hey, uh, watch it, Birdman." Or you should tell him meet us at the spot. So was Birdman supplying him? This is this, you know. What I'm so I'm telling my lawyer, said, "Listen, man, this man just paid you all." I'm not about to tell on myself. It ain't going to happen. Bro, stop coming to me asking me that stuff. That's crazy. He said, man, they said that's your gold card to get out. I said, well, man, look, just give me the 20 years. I played for the 20. I was a dude that was cool in the jail. He knew my lifestyle. And we used to be talking. And then he went to my to the FBI. So, oh, yeah, we knew about this gun he named. After this project he was beefing with, they got the gun. They had found the gun, got ballistics. They had bodies on it. And they just gave me life. Now, you've gone through all that. Kept your mouth shut, kept it silent, did what you had to do in the streets. Why do you think that baby didn't embrace you when you got out? Because of me sitting at the table with the authorities about the bed and about these murders. And it's like this. And like I said, I understand it. I'm mm-hmm. not like, you know, I'm not upset with them, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't look at stuff in a tunnel vision. I look at stuff, you know, on a broader view. If I was still in the streets, my thing is, Okay, you sat down, you saying you believe, but what else you told him? Or did you tell him anything else? Hmm. So just because you and then you gotta understand this here. Well, I, you know, Birdman is big. So now, you know, this is a big celebrity now, you know what I'm saying? So now the biggest. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so now with his name out there, so I come home, face clean, a true stepper, mm-hmm. I'm right there with him now. I got mm-hmm. the the, the uh, Phantom, the ghost, all these cars now. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's different. You know, in the rap industry, they want to brag about all the killers and all the people they know. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that with me because now you're going to have this the, the, the stigma on my name. So he can't really put me in the videos of rap about, yeah, my brother just did all this time. He was step or he did it or this. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to put you in the song. Yeah, you in the video and everything. Right. Yeah. But, but the problem is, yeah, your brother did a rap, but he a rap. He a snitch. We don't want to hear that. So now he got a choice to make. You know what, bro? I can't rock with that. So think about this now. Because you remember that song you say, either you're in the huddle or you're out the huddle. Come on. So now they got the huddle. So now I'm like, you know, you got these guys that's like six, seven, seven foot. And I'm like five, eight. I always tell people five, eleven. I'm really yeah. five, <laughs> nine, ten-ish. Okay. But I got to jump. I'm trying to see what's going on in the huddle. Yes, sir. So now if I'm in the huddle, now I'm like, hold up, Birdman. Look, check this out. 
if you go back and look at Tig in the Basement, Tig in the Basement asked him, who started the hot boy? His exact words were, by the brother Gangsta started the hot boy. Spit. If you look at Ju, I mean, BG, CD, uh, Get It How You Live, back in the day, he said, Gangsta, you started this hot boy S. I owe you big time for this, you BU. He said it's in his CD. And then he on one of them other things, it's, on, it's floating around now, he said, Giggy out the Magnolia, he started the hot boy, we just took that and ran with it, blah, 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 blah. So now, if I'm right here at this round table like you and I are, mm-hmm. now, bro, cut the check. Don't give me no basketball. Because now, we get to talk now. You can't duck me. Mm. But now we got the situation with me. Now you can like, right, go ahead, beat it, watch out. I don't want to talk. You know, Slim, you know, do what you're going to do for him. So now it's like, okay, big bro got me, but I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? So y'all haven't really spoke much since you've been out? That one call, he told me how he felt. I said what I said, and that was it. See, this was my thing, bro. When I was incarcerated, I asked the law for two things. One was to let me get out while I'm still alive and healthy. And two, let me make it out while my mother's still alive. That way I could give me a chance to take care of her like she did me. You know what I'm saying? So when I got those two things, everything else is just extra. I'm, I'm grateful and I uh, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, and when I'm at my life now, I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but think about this, bro. You a grown man now. Right, and I'm not about to be running behind it's no different. grown man. You, yeah, you, you a grown me, man. I can't bring my broad on a tour bus. I can't bring my broad in this mansion. <laughs> I, I got a curfew. <laughs> no, we not about to do that. So <laughs> now, I, you know, I can do what I want to do. Now, that's, um, that, man, you got an amazing, <laughs> man, I, this documentary is going to be crazy. So, <laughs> I'm man. telling you, I, I'm ready the to the get person, it now. The person I'm, who's in charge of it, who's running stuff. Yeah. Y'all, I'm definitely going to start doing, let people know. Holla at Queen France. Yeah. She put all this stuff together. Hey, man. Shouts out Queen France once again. The, 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 the celebrity PR. Now, um, you was locked up with Big Meech. Mm-hmm. Y'all get into it. Did y'all have any beef in there or whatever? I mean, it's two big dogs. You know, Big Meech is, is Big Meech. And, you know, ba- you know, gangster is gangster. And y'all in the same, you know, prison. Was it any tension or was it love or did they embrace you or what did you did you sign up for the family? What what's up? Shout out to Big Meech, free Big Meech, much love to Big Meech. Me and Big Meech, bro, that's a very good humble dude. We never had an argument. I would I was one of the only ones that could get Big Meech and Convertible Bert out of Miami from Miami to jump out there and talk that Wall Street, talk that talk. Uh, the little guy out here from Atlanta too. He started. I didn't know. I didn't know. See, I didn't know the magnitude of social media, mm-hmm. and just a dude put up, eh, gangster told on Big Me, Big Me beat him up, and excuse me, this guy put a picture up and cropped my face all bruised up. I didn't know what was going on, so I just texted him. So he photoshopped you? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know about this stuff. I don't know how this yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube stuff going. This that, that you know new, yeah, technology. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't pay attention to, I get, I'm getting like, man, you all right? I heard you had a fire baby. I'm like, nah, nah, whatever. So when I called my mother, you all right? Yeah, what's up, ma? Oh, uh, they say you just, you got uh, beat up and went to the hospital. I said, well, whatever. Then I called Slim. Slim don't be into this stuff. I said, what's up, bro? He said, well, you already told me you had, you had to go to the hospital. I said, wow, this stuff real big out there. Hmm. So, hey, check the internet. Tell me what they said. Oh, man, it's got like about 300,000 uh, uh, views, and it's 1,000 thumbs up that Big Meat beat you up, and it's 900 thumbs up. I said, man, he, he winning. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I didn't, you know, because I didn't know about BMF. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes were talking about that in prison. I was like, well, what's up? And then when he come on the compound, he with this other guy that I knew from a prison years ago. Mm-hmm. So the dude trying to stop me. I like, man, I don't, know, I don't remember, bro. I kept going. So they told him Big Meech on the come. I said, oh. I said, how he look? Light skin with braid. I said, I might have made that dude look bad because Big Meech was standing next to him 
So for dinner time, I cleaned it up, and me and Big Meech kept making eye contact, and he made his way, and we finally do introduce us. He shook my hand. He's like, bro, my heart go out to you. I read the Ozone magazine to you now, and man, I want to meet you. Oh, God. So we walked out to the yard, and me and the man kicked it and talked. And bro, like, he went from one dude on that compound to like at least 25 guys all around the South, and they used to get BMF tattooed on the left side of their neck, BMF Entertainment. Now, um, I mean, being locked up with someone like Meech, you know what I'm saying, who was, who was, you know, just hood royalty, you know, he's well, just respected all over the, all over the world. Was he, did he get special treatment? Was, how's, how's Meech, how, we want to know how Meech is in there. Is he doing all right? Yeah, love him. Listen, uh. They treating him right? Yeah, I actually witnessed, uh, young Jeezy, or uh, Jeezy, uh, come there at least twice to visit him. Um, uh, dudes bring food, or like if whoever cook food in the unit, whoever making the wine, Big Meat's gonna get all that, and he gonna have parties in the unit. He gonna sit down, talk that talk. Yeah, that's how you do on the street, feed the family. But he good, bro. Uh, when it was a, when it was a beat between BMF and the, uh, DC and some of the Muslims, mm-hmm. man, so many guys come out there from the south to support Meach and go ride with Meach, mm. you know. But People love him, man, and because and, and, he a cool, he good dude. Yeah. He's not one of them arrogant and cocky guys. Well, let me say this. From when I met him, when we was doing time together, I don't know how he is now over the years, mm-hmm. but I know when I met him, bro, very respectful. He liked to work out. Uh, you know, he if you be like, come on, hey, me, come on, come to the rec, yo, man, I want to take a picture, sit in my family. All right, he's going to come out, he's going to do his push-up, hit the weights, get toned up, and he's going to take the picture, man. I got plenty of pictures with me and me That's love. Around, That's know? love. Man, free big meets, man. Now, yeah. you know... Um, you know, rappers been under attack as of late, especially in Atlanta. You know, with Young Thug, uh, the Rico case. What, what are your thoughts on that? You know, what I'm saying since they are trying to lock up so many high-profile people. This, I like. I hear. I hear a lot of people use that that they're under attack. But let me say this, bro. Rappers are putting themselves in that position to be under attack because this is what they are doing. Now let's pay attention to this, bro. What rappers are doing? They they talking this gangster stuff on the wax. Like I told you, my favorite little rapper is from uh, Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. We in the loop, and uh, mm-hmm. that little young boy sliding, right? Yes, sir. So now a lot of these rappers are talking that talk, and then you got the real steppers that's co-signing them, and they're coming in these hoods. So now a lot of these rappers who never was gangsters, who never come up like that, they want to live their raps out. So now they're putting themselves in these situations too, bro. Because if you think about it, a lot of them rappers, like back in the day, you ain't see a lot of rappers going to hood, dice gang, going to hood functions. You're going to see them boys with bodyguards, go to the concert, and keep it moving. Them dudes had their head held up. And, you mm. know, sometimes we was, like, happy to see them, but they was cocky and arrogant. Mm-hmm. But these rappers these days, man, I come from here. This is what I am. This is where I come. I'm come back. And sometimes you can't do that, you know? Sometimes so, you got no one to leave the hood alone. Right, you know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of these rappers, like I say, they rap about a lot of these steppers in the streets. And then they got these steppers riding with them on these buses to go out of town. And I understand you need your protection and all that. But I remember one time Birdman told me, he said, man, you know what? He said, let me tell you something I do. So when I go to somebody else's town, I'm going to get the real police. So when I come to you, y'all see them blue lights, they respect that law. And I was like, wow. Because, you know, them young boys on, the, on your bus, they going to have them, them tools. Sometimes they don't want to take their charge. And when the police come, they going to throw the gun. All y'all going to jail. <laughs> everybody you know going to jail. And ain't nobody going to claim that gun. No, nobody, man. I can't take that, man. I'm old lady, my old lady, man. <laughs> I just old had Charleston friend. White on the show uh, a little while back, and he was talking about she that. Does. Shout she does. Shout out to Charleston White. <laughs> yeah, it was rumored that y'all had problems, but I, I, I see that y'all have patched things up. Y'all just recently posted a picture and did some things for the kids. Bro, I never had a problem with Charleston White. See? see never, I, ever, ever, ever. See, I keep on Photoshopping stuff. Man, I ain't never had, bro. I never had a problem with Charleston White. Talk to me about your relationship with Charleston White, man. Man, um, 
we live in the same city, and Charles White, he he embraced me. You know, he sent word, was up, and and, and like I say, I tell everybody, Charleston White gonna speak his mind. He gonna say what he say. This is the the, the the way of the world right now. A lot of people disagree. There's certain things I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. However, when you get his man his platform and when you entertain Charleston White, this is what he do. He gonna troll you. He gonna drive you crazy. He gonna do what he do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Charleston White again. Matter of fact, we gotta put some respect on his name. Shout out to Mr. White. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> Mr. White. Yeah, like you know that. what I'm saying? He do what he do, bro. But I would say this: the internet is one person. Mm -hmm. Outside the internet, I've met a different person. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, I feel the, I feel the same way. The, the times that I've been around him and talk to him or whatever, he seems like a real genuine person. Right. And he actually know? wants to help the community. Yeah, that's what I love, because I got a non-profit organization. And this man really living that. You know, some people say, yeah, I want to help the children. Shout out to the children, da 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 And then they got multi-millionaires running around, throwing it in the club, making it rain, and mm -hmm. buying all kind of frivolous stuff. But that's their money. Mm -hmm. But this man is really leading by example. He's really doing stuff for the children, really speaking out and helping these children. You know Shouts out Mr. White, man. Right. <laughs> Now, you grew up with OG Booby Black. Right. And you were with him when he lost his arm. Well, I wasn't with him. I had just got shot up, right? Okay. So I, come, I, had, I had given him my Mac 11. I had, I had told him, I said, yo, I said, man, stay strapped. I said, but y'all get off this end right here because like, it's like three porches in a courtyard. So when I come around the building, he's on his first porch shooting dice. And I was like, why you right? Why don't y'all go in? I said, where the gun at? He had gave us one. I went to homie. I said, you get, and he said, yo, son, I said, what a gun at the gun in the hallway in the utility box. I said, bro, them boys spin the bin, you hit. Hmm. Man, get that gun. So he got the gun, he took the gun, he put it on him. Um, I had walked off, my mother was bandaging me up. I hit a shotgun. I said, man, that's booby getting on with that Mac. I'm excited, right? I'm thinking he's working. Mm -hmm. All the while he getting work. But when the dude spit the bin, I don't mean to chopper, laugh, I'm sorry. Listen, when the dude spit the bin with the chopper, uh, 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 he upped the Mac. So as he upped the Mac, that's what broke up the kill. They was coming to stand over him. But when he upped that Mac, they shot the gun. Ooh. So when I come into the project from seeing him in the hospital, I got my gun, and it was a, it was a bullet that was lodged in the gun. They had to destroy my Mac. I was mad about that. He didn't get a chance to shoot the gun. But he scared them off. He, they was coming. They were standing. They were coming. To and that's him. how he lost his arm. Right. Well, he, well he, came, he came out there. With, it seemed like y'all was in a war zone. You know, I, I, I'm a veteran. I'm an Army veteran, a military veteran. I was deployed 2nd Infantry, Infantry Division in Iraq. But it seems like you guys were, like, at war yeah, we consistently. Were. How like when 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 that happened with Booby, when that happened with Booby, like uh, retaliation was that a must? As it got to be, because you running with one of the hottest crews in the city, so you got to retaliate. But the problem was, it was with guys in our own project, mm. living on the same block with us. So that was like a man. But you know, it was handled. You know, but matter of fact, when they spent the bin and hit that killer stone them. They shot through the house and killed a little two-year-old. Yes, sir. And two on one, I'm going to jail behind that. But uh, yeah, it was, it was man, it was rough and rugged, bro. But same thing they doing today, though. You know? well, well, before we get out of here, man, I know you've had a uh, last question of the evening. I know you've had a run-in, recent run-in with Boosie. Mm -hmm. Um, Boosie said some things to Blad or whatever, and uh, you know, saying he he expresses his feelings of things, and then you said the things that you had said. Um, and then you later on apologized. Tell me why you apologized. Because, shout out to Boosie, thank you for the alley hoop. Um, <laughs> me and Boosie are not friends, y'all. I'll just say this here, because if he say something else, I'm out there head first. Uh, 
because I had spoke out of ignorance and what I'm learning about this social media, I have a following and people listen to what I say. So I'm the type of person, I don't want to put a bad bone on you. You know what I'm saying? I need mm. my, my facts my, and I need to make sure that I got you right. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. So, but I would say this is there is a protective custody. Uh, he had to go through that process, but he was in population. Mm. Uh, I talked to some of the homies from Angola. Cause just like he said, it's homies that love me, that step, and they still love me to this day. Mm-hmm. I still talk to the homies, so that was bad low, and I had to correct that. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't mad with Boosie. I just saw an opportunity where I could pounce on him <laughs> and, and and look at me now. Look at where I'm at, bro. You at the ugly ugly money, bro. <laughs> Charleston White been on the stage, bro. You know how I many people love to be right here on this mic? That's like love. real talk, bro. That's love, you know my brother. So, it wasn't nothing personal. How do people say it was business? That's love. That's love. You know, That's you got to think about this here. Yeah. Some guys come from prison, ain't had nothing, working at a warehouse, and just in Queen France coming on. Yeah. People want to hear. So I said, girl, nobody want to hear. I'm from the ghetto. Killers, shooters everywhere. Nobody want to hear that. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, but she be in Atlanta. She learned all this stuff. Man, this girl here, whatever. Yeah. All right, we'll do what you do then. Mm-hmm. And she went and got the Vlad interview. Hmm. I said, okay. She, 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 she really about it. She knows some people. Oh, yeah, she do. Let's get some money. Yeah, she do. But sometimes she thinks she's my mother. That <laughs> sound like her. Hey, man, before we get out of here, because I don't want to get on from Queen Fran's bad side either, right. uh, let us know about this documentary, where to follow you at, everything you got coming up, anything gangster, let them know what they can expect, what we need to know about, what we need to be expecting, sir. Well, you be putting me on the ground with that. <laughs> people been on my top about this documentary. Yes, and see, sir. That's another thing. I'm ready to see it myself. I'm ready. I want to know where it's at so I go download it or something. Man, see, that's another thing that scared me about it because people really looking for this stuff. And if it's not to their expectation, be like, man, you give us this bull, right? But I got this is all. This is where all you can find me. This is all I got, and this is where the documentary might wind up being. I got, uh, I got the Terrence Gangster Williams, the original Hot Boy YouTube channel. Queen France and I got the Cap to Cap uh, podcast YouTube channel. Already, uh, you going the documentary can fall on those two. Then I got uh, 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 the Concrete Chronicle with Big Jihad podcast. Hmm. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm all over. I'm, well, and I got uh, uh, Terrence Gangster with your home Instagram. Um, Queen France don't share her Instagram with me, so I'm not gonna shout that out for her. <laughs> or um, no, she got a physical Queen France. Yeah, it is. And she got Queen France agency, so she be putting my stuff over there. She got Queen France world. Um, so I'm on all these platforms that I'm telling you. Oh, and I oh, because let me let me get this right. Okay. Because I ain't gonna hit it into this, bro. Yes, sir. I got Fork in the Road, Celebrity Chef, Juanita, Wahida. She's a celebrity chef. She cooked, she be with the uh, the sister uh, uh Yandy and all them. Yes, sir. She cooked all the food for the people. Uh they got the they got the restaurant coming up on what that street is? The restaurant. Marietta Street. So yeah, you're gonna be cooking that. Y'all make sure y'all support that. But those all those my family, that's where you're gonna see. Well, really, we, we got some big people that's looking for the documentary. Yes, right sir. now we're in talks. I can only imagine. But if not, I was gonna put it on those platforms at this name. Mm. Because I'm like, we can get our own money. 50 better go ahead and go ahead and get that uh that gangster, um, you know, that gangster uh yeah, you know what I'm Shout saying? Shout out to ugly money. I appreciate you for letting me come here. <laughs> see, this is the thing with 50, bro. And I'm gonna let everybody know this right now, because a lot of people are saying, because I'm writing a movie on the on original hot yeah, for our for life sure. story. But you got to keep in mind, you got 50 right where you at. All right. I'm right here. All right. I got this strip. I got this. This The world want to see this 50. But you got that man right here. Mama, they go that man. Mm. There it is. Birdman right there. Ain't yeah. nothing getting past Birdman. You can't, you can't go. You can't just walk over that. So now now that I'm smart and I'm home and I know better, mm-hmm. let's get this paperwork right. Make it happen, man. No disrespect, but I need it. And I don't need a basketball, Birdman. Write that check, baby. Cut the check and we're going to do it. 
There it is. I got to, you know, I got to take everything, but uh, shout out to Atlanta. Oh, shout out to Zone 6. I had some homies I was in the prison. Okay, you on the east side with it. Yeah, I had some homies I did time with. Yes, sir. I don't know if I want, I want to call their name because they, they steppers. Hey, man, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, man. We got, definitely got to stop by next time you in the city, man. Okay, I appreciate you coming through, man. Thanks. You can follow me at Ugly Money Nietzsche. That's Ugly Money N-I-C-H-E. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast with Terrence Gangster Williams. <laughs>